0: The Garnet Wager is a show where two players compete in a fantasy-style competition while watching episodes of The Genius. Their Drafted Fantasy Genius contestants earn or lose points through their actions, leading to an ultimate victor at the end of the season. But points don't tell the whole story. You never know when some fantasy garnets will turn the tables. Listeners are invited to play Fantasy Genius as well through rules and criteria provided via links in the show notes. May you chase those ugly victories and beautiful defeats, even from the safety of your home. This is the Garnet Wager. Begin. Friends and folks, and welcome to another episode of The Garden Wager. We're here to talk about South Korea's favorite game show. That's probably not true. Also, I mean, it doesn't do a reality game show is more accurate. If you just
1: say game show, that kind of
0: feels wrong. I'm six step We're talking about the genius. Hi, Alan.
1: Hi, I'm Alan. I'm also talking about the genius. We're here to talk about season three, episode eight of the genius. We're winding down.
0: We are. We're getting there. You know We're, this is going to be the episode where we drop down to one player each in Fantasy Genius. We're getting down to that level.
1: Mm. This episode is centered on a main match called Investment and Donation, which is uh, that's a name, I guess. Sure.
0: Yeah. No, totally. It's uh, it's a, again, it's this good commentary on capitalism. because mm-hmm. uh, it's a game where you're trying to invest money. To be to be the best, but you're also trying to, you're trying to not in like donate the least money. So you're trying to make as much money as you can, while trying to skate by without
1: looking shitty, even though you're being shitty. Mm-hmm. And that's capitalism. God, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's a mood. This episode, I want to start by saying I was actually really into it. I enjoyed it quite a bit, mm-hmm. most of it. Yeah. Um, especially. After, I guess you could call it a shit show that was last week after the just, like, constant berating from Dongmin to everyone else. uh, This episode has some really good alliances. It still has the thing where people figure out how to win the game really quick. Mm -hmm. And they're not really playing the game. They're playing the metagame. But I'm kind of growing to like that way of doing things because, you know, there's only so much strategizing you can do strictly within investment and donation. Mm Mm-hmm. Like capitalism, you kind of have to set up Fall Men and play Kingmaker and stuff like that because you cannot win on pure single player skill alone. It is a game that requires some level of teamwork, which is cool. Well, and
0: my problem has always been I, I wasn't ever mad when it was like, oh, like... This game isn't really about the game, it's about the strategy. I was mad when it's like, it's about the strategy and it's set in stone and nothing's going to change. I'm mad when it's like, here's a main match of watching things play out and
1: there are no surprises. Um, and that's not yeah, this like game. Yeah, like something is set up in minute one and then they just do it and they never change. Right. That's not good.
0: But in this game, it's like, no, actually, stuff does shift. Like the, the game, they like, you know... Four people form an alliance against two people, and then the two people make a play that surprises the four, and they have to
1: kind of scramble. So right, and it's paced perfectly because that switch happens at exactly the halfway point of the episode, mm-hmm. where we're we're starting off with you know it's Dongmin, it's Young, it's Yeonju, and it's uh, Hyunmin, and I can't believe I got all the names right. I'm so proud of myself. Um, And they're all making this play of like, okay, well, we all kind of work together. We mostly like each other, I guess. So, um, which one of us is going to win? And then Dongmin says, no, 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 no. I'm not here to win. I'm here to fucking die. Which is, first of all, a mood. And second of all, a surprisingly good and surprisingly mature play out of this man.
0: Uh, Honestly, the way Dongmin plays this whole episode. Like, you know, listen, we all know I have my problems with Dongmin. But this episode was just like really good admirable play that was smart and like it's the kind of play that I would aspire to.
1: Yeah. It's the kind of play that reminds you, you don't have to be selfish to win the genius. Mm -hmm. Like end of the day, he is still playing a little bit for himself, but playing the fall man is a valid strategy. That doesn't mean that you have to like strictly lose because his thing is basically, if I never, if I get all the miser labels, then we get to pick who goes to the dm because then i can play the black garnet game and, and or you can give me the token of immortality and we you know we have control we can send the whole other team to the dm we can guarantee both of them go mm-hmm. as long as i lose uh things seem to be going fine with this plan for a while um people are making jokes i like all the the humor in this episode like uh hyunmin is ribbing dongmin a lot because he already looks like a miser. So he's like, Oh, perfect. You're playing the role of yourself. <laughs> it's like, I will kill you someday, but not today. Uh, he gets all the, the miser points early on. Uh, at one point says, can I give negative money? Which is the most capitalist thing I've ever heard in my life. Can I do is there no way to donate negative money? Um, and then things seem to be going fine. Like we said, until our girl, he, uh, young talks like talks to the other team
0: yeah i mean this is you're kind of you're kind of going at things i feel like the narrative is a little clearer if we do it in order which we don't have to talk about it in order but this does happen before a lot of that which is yunju is yeah not not sure if she wants to join up with the plan and she like walks in there and she's like so here's what their plan is i haven't decided what i'm gonna do but i'm just gonna tell you what the plan is and the Dongmin's like hey uh just pulls her aside like hey so you're gonna talk to them and that's cool i understand you gotta weigh your options just don't tell them this one thing that you've already told them and she's like and, cool
1: <laughs> great cool definitely definitely not a problem at, like it's a good it's honestly some good dramatic irony a thing a, a sort of narrative device you don't see in shows like this very often Is like oh we know a thing that happened and we just saw it mm-hmm. and now she's like uh okay i won't tell them that you're planning to lose and they won't know that mm-hmm. i mean and um, honestly yeah. like i don't
0: know, i yunju like she says this episode like i'm sorry i can't lie which is obviously a, a bit of an exaggeration because she does some lying in this episode um some some deceptive work but like a girl doesn't need to learn to watch her mouth <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean that's uh, very, unfortunately very relatable to me. I'm someone who can't not tell everybody things. It's why I had to. It's part of why I had to take myself off of Twitter because so I was like, I just need to not talk anymore. Um, people should not know what I have going on in the pocket. And she is similarly like, guys, here's this whole plan that my other team is going on. What do you think I should do? They're like, oh, your whole team's plan. Thanks, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, though, it's unfortunate, you know, and what happens to her is unfortunate, but, um. Yo Yu Hyun comes out of this episode honestly pretty fucking brilliant. I was really impressed with him this episode. Yeah? Because he well, what happens is he realizes um that Dongmin is playing against them. He realizes that around the break. And they have this like amazing couple of conversations where they're both trying to gauge how serious the other player is. And I really love this stuff. Mm-hmm. He he sits down in one of the rooms at one point and says, Hey, so Dongmin, like were you planning something bigger all along? Like, he's basically just trying to bait him into telling, and, like, confirming things. Mm-hmm. And then Dogmin doesn't say yes or no. He says, it depends. What do you have to give me? <laughs> like, what? that is the slimiest answer in the world, but it works. Mm-hmm. And Yoohyun is not intimidated. He doesn't back down. And there is a trade proposed um, and re-proposed and re-proposed over and over again this episode that, could have changed the tide of things because i think they basically say it's like i'll give you 10 garnets for one black garnet mm-hmm. because if you give me that black garnet then even if your plan works then i don't have to get eliminated because yu hyun believes that he can uh survive the black garnet game and Dongmin, you know it talks about like what is 10 garnets worth and what is a black garnet truly worth and all this back and forth and it's it's really great to see – it's just really great to see someone stand up to Dongmin mm-hmm. and to talk back to him and, and be as his equal. Yeah, and it really is just, like, he's not being
0: – He's. I mean, he's being a little bit smug, but in that kind of, like, playful way of, like, two people scheming against each other. Um, mostly he's just kind of, like like, there's that, you know, that, like, you know – like oh if you give me some garnets i'll lose for you and Dongmin's like you must be misunderstanding how this works and and (laughs) yohan just like smiles and nods he's like oh that's fair it's like
1: (laughs) it's just such a good dynamic yeah they're it's it's amazing because i just feel like yohan had he's been in the background doing stuff like this Mm -hmm. but now it's like chips on the floor what else do i have to do but play against this guy you dropped your chips on the floor what kind of chips were they cool ranch doritos Ugh, not a fan no Okay, so do, uh, please put your socks on because we're all walking around barefoot and I wouldn't like it if you stepped on my Cool Ranch Doritos. Five second rule. Please roll don't
0: down. step on my Cool Ranch Doritos. Is the best album of
1: 2018. <laughs> Period. Exclamation point. Pitchfork reviewed it. 10 out of 10. Check out my Bandcamp. What's the link to your band camp? Coolranchfoot.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp.com. Thank you. Okay, great. That's a good plug. This is not the plug zone, though. This is uh, a pivot. It's what we call it. <laughs> it's also called, also known as a bit. Um just again, infinite respect for my man for sticking to his guns and not giving in to Dong to Dongmin. Uh, it really is a big trade though. One one black garnet for ten regular garnets is huge, mm-hmm. and they totally address that. They're like, yeah, that's not something I can do lightly. Even if I'm winning by a shit ton, I can't do that. So, I mean, no is what I'm gonna say to your deal. I'm gonna not do that. Mm-hmm. Um. And meanwhile, Hyunmin is just uh, casually winning the whole game. He is putting just a decent amount of money exclusively into uh, into investing and just donating, like, a couple dollars just to not get Miser. Um, so is Hyunju. The two of them are kind of trading wins back and forth. But it's, again, we were talking about how they're playing the metagame. It's not about who wins the game. It's about who loses and how. Mm-hmm. Because we already know one of those two is going to lose, but it's a matter of like, or one of those two is going to win, but then it's a matter of like, well, if Yu Hyun loses, then he's probably going to take either Dong Min to the deathmatch, unless he gets the token of uh, immortality, in which case he has to take uh, either, you know, Yun uh, Hyun Min or Ai Young to the death match. Uh-huh. Well,
0: I mean, Hyunmin's gonna get the gonna get the token no matter what. He's definitely winning. So it's either Ah Young or it's Yunju, and it's or oh, yeah, exactly. And like the the sort of the politics there, like they're more worried about it happening to Ah Young and Yunju because it's like, oh, if you're going to go to the DM, you would go the perceived you're lose. perceived you'd yeah you'd go with the perceived less dangerous target. Um, and at first, it's like, oh, Dongmin's gonna try and make a trade in order to keep that from happening, like he's done before, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, no. Like, we're this far into the game. I can't, like, I can't be playing, like, superhero. If it comes down to it, I'm tossing you under the bus. And it's like, yeah, no, fair. Everybody has to go home at some
1: point, you know? At some po- at some point, unfortunately, some people have to be fodder. Like, some people have mm-hmm. to, you know, when <laughs> Yu Hyun gets, again, in the corner, he's pushed so far, and he says, all right, well, I'm taking down the easiest opponent. Shin Young, you're coming with me to the death match. Mm-hmm. You have no defense, nobody gave you immortality, your teammates didn't help you, you're my you're my target and he's playing to he's playing for blood. Basically. Right. And
0: I feel like earlier in the season, like we would be like, "Hey, like, you know, like Dongmin really should have helped him out or whatever." But like at this point it's like, "No, it's like we're we're fucking down. This is this is the last four people in a game of subterfuge, right? It's fucking yeah. on now."
1: Nobody, nobody should be making like you don't need alliances anymore. You can use alliances in the main match and help each other win, sure. But like, when it comes down to it, yeah, people have to get one person has to get eliminated every week, mm-hmm. and there are no like all of our smartest uh, players won the game or our Im, Im uh immortality uh, bestowed. So like, it's not going to be. Uh, this is the this is part of my problem when we talk about the DM is like it it can't be a balanced game. Because we have a person who's flustered and not paying attention, and then we have someone who is extremely awake and aware and ready to win. I mean, but just, how you know?
0: That's it's it's. What do you
1: mean by balanced game, though? I mean, like, I I, I think that this chess game would be a lot more interesting if both players were uh very unaware of the rules and playing their best. I don't think Ai Young was playing her best.
0: She wasn't playing her best, but that's not like. That's because, like, that's because Yu Hyun Chun was playing his best, and he's uh, he's like, he is not a, a sort of like a bully. And I don't always mean that in the mean way with Dongmin. There's an extent to which being a little bit of a bully in a game is a valid strategy psychologically.
1: Yeah, he's he's playing that. the psych out game for sure. Um, but Yu
0: Hyun does a psych out game that's more just like like sort of like teasing and like distracting, um, and yeah. like. Ah Young definitely doesn't play her best, but I think that's in large part because Yu Hyun does.
1: Mhm.
0: Um and part of his game is making the other person off balance. Like I don't know. I don't feel like this is like like It's an unfair match because any of these matches are going to be unfair because they're different people, right? But like I don't feel like this yeah. game leans to either of their strengths. It's just that Yu Hyun has better focus.
1: Yeah. It, it it felt a little bit. Well, it's just specifically the like a basic rule of the game is being lost to young right now. And that was what bummed me out. Which was which Because rule? I felt like huh, the like, don't like you just saw the wall. Why did you walk into the wall again? Well, that's not a rule. That's just her memory. It's a memory game. This is the one thing you need to focus your brain on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was pretty flustered. Well, and it's I don't blame her. Like, yeah, she's being berated by a cartoon jester in the corner who keeps telling her like nonsense bullshit. And I would be all flustered as well, but, like, I just – it's more like the character amongst the three people on that board, one being Yuhyun, two being young three being the board in the game itself. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for the game. Hmm. I was just like, man, this game – this game, like, I want, like, a really intense fight. I want to, like, watch people play this game and get way into it and all this stuff. But, but I mean, that'd just be people walking. I mean, like,
0: honestly, I think it's better this – I mean – we're being really out of order right now because this is the DM and usually we'd save that. True. For, but, like, there wouldn't even be, like, if, if it was just like, oh, they're both focused and not talking and just walking an alarm sound every now and then, that would be a way worse DM.
1: It would just go, but, but then it would just be entirely, like, who has the better memory. It would be actually based on that.
0: Would it? Or would let's... it be, like, also? it would be a combination of memory and well, let's say they both had good memory. It would just be RNG. It would just be who happened to find the right path.
1: So you, you think the mind game makes it more entertaining than if it was just straightforward?
0: Yeah, I think this was a better... I mean, like, okay, uh, I am slightly uh, influenced by the fact that I've played this game.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, did you play it in a genius org?
0: I played it in a, like, a genius style. So I played in one genius org, and then I played in an org that was sort of genius styled, but was more, like, team-based. Um, it was like there were three teams. Um, And for this for this particular... One, I was the leader of my team, and I led my team to victory, and if this game was just us moving, it would have been boring as hell, but it was way more interesting because it was us talking back and forth and sending misinformation, and, you know, there was there was the psychological mind games. I think that is a big part of what makes this game interesting.
1: Well... I'd like to dig a little bit further into it, but before we do, do you have any other sort of stray notes about the main match, the things that happened in this main match? Kotho forever. Um, well, I think, like, in the
0: main match, I just want to, I want to, like, I was really impressed the way, uh, Yu Hyun found a way to fight back, Love um, yeah. and, and see through, uh, Yunju's acting. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um... I don't know, I, ju- I just like, I feel like there's not too much to say, even though I found the whole
1: thing really quite compelling, you know? Yeah, it it, it mostly goes as you'd expect, and then there's a big twist, and then the, it kind of is people recuperating from that big twist. Mm-hmm. It is somebody seeing a four-person alliance and going, that doesn't seem fair, I don't want that to take me out. That's that's The only way that that can work, the only way that that can end up if it works out well, is me going to the deathmatch. I don't want that to happen. I know how to fight back. I have the resources and the teammate to do this. Yun sung and Yu-hyun are working in perfect tandem. We're doing this together. Like, it's a cool moment. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, in the sort of, like, anime that is this show, uh, this is the moment where, like, the heroes discover a new power that they didn't even know they had, and they can, like, completely overthrow the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're going to make heroes and villains have these people, which you don't have to. I'm just kind of inventing a hypothetical.
0: I guess the 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 thing that strikes me is my only my only objection to Dongmin's play. This Well, objection, the only way that Jongmin mixed, messed up this game, I think he pretty much played a flawless game, except mm-hmm. for he was a, tried to be a little too smart. Like ultimately, in terms of what part? Well, like the part where he was like, they could have gotten a pretty guaranteed victory with him just taking all the misers. And yep. them taking you know like the the top spot with the with the like um investing stuff, but he tried to get a little too smart with the donation mind games,
1: mm-hmm. and Yu
0: Hyun saw through it. if he'd just gone with a straightforward like no, I'm just like I got a head start on on being a miser. I will just do zero every time I will always get miser." It would have been fine, but he tried to be a little too clever and it it kind of bit him in the ass. That's, but otherwise like every single play he made this game, I think the alliances he made were smart. I think the way he framed them was smart. I think him like when it came down to it being like no you can't have the black garnets is smart. I think the deals he offered Yu Hyun were smart and then the ones he turned down, he turned down for the right reasons. He pretty much across right. the board played really fucking smart this episode and it, I was mm-hmm. I was really impressed.
1: Me too, you know. Like this is this is the stuff I want. We do, we, we can we can talk all day about like uh, problems with the season, but like this is a very good moment that like ranks amongst some of my favorite, uh, honestly, just like some of my favorite genius episodes in general.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I think this is the best example of like we, you know, we have the classic like uh, we have the classic Jin Ho open pass play, right? That's kind of like the, the the best example I think of of someone just like dominating on like I am so smart and see through the game and just making a great play, right? Right. And then I feel like this is one of those like a great example that I'm gonna lift up come season four of like this is what it looks like when someone just plays all the like the social factors and reading the game really well. Yeah. This is just a really standout performance that I'm I'm gonna remember.
1: Exactly. It it reminds you that the genius doesn't have to just be like cartoonish older men being obnoxious or being smarter than everybody else. Like it's it's all play all the players are are playing their best at this point and doing really great things and it's very uh like it just makes. honestly some of it makes me just wish we can get to this part, po- this fun of the season sooner
0: I feel like the like I really like the first couple of episodes because I feel like they mm. can do really cool games when they have that many people. true the games
1: are better yeah or they there's they're weirder yeah
0: but there is this middle space right where it's like we've lost a couple of people but we're not quite down into it yet. And there are some people who are kind of hangers-on. Um, honestly, Yunju's kind of a hanger-on, as far as I'm concerned. Um, mm-hmm. Which I hate to say, but, like, honestly. Um, yeah, a little bit. And it's like, so you have this, you have a cast of some really strong players, and then some people who are just sort of waiting to get eliminated, it feels like.
1: Um, yeah, or, yeah, they're in the way. Wait- like, y- yunsung also somewhat of a waiting to get eliminated, but it's more like... He still has a good enough alliance that he's not going anywhere right now. And that's partly, it's like him and you and June are in similar positions, if you ask me.
0: I mean, I think he's I think he's stronger than you're giving him credit for. We've seen him go to the DM a couple of times, and we've seen that competitive spirit come out of him. Remember when he was, like, that, that first time he went to the DM and it was that game where you're, like, bidding numbers, and he was writing them in Korean so you couldn't tell what he was writing?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he's, what a badass.
0: Pretty, he seems pretty fucking smart.
1: Yeah, I guess I just forgot that he has been thrown to the wolves more than a couple times. He's not just he's not a background player. Mm-hmm. It's just in main matches. He doesn't tend to stand out because he's he's just
0: kind of like a, a nice nervous boy who tends to mm-hmm. get in bad positions. But like when
1: it's his back against the wall, he he busts out the place. You know, if my man doesn't want to get eliminated next week, he has to be more than the nice passive man.
0: You're right. Well, you know? I mean, there's no, there's
1: no longer any room for
0: passivity in this game. I mean, Yunju is the last bit of room. Like, well, yeah. If Yunju doesn't win the next main match, she's probably going to the DM, and she's probably going to lose the DM.
1: If she goes to the DM, yeah. Um, Sad
0: face. But I, God, I, I wish Su Jin was still here. That lady was God, fucking cool. <laughs> I
1: liked Su-J-J- her a lot. She, she had all, she had so much potential. Ah, uh, it's too in the bad. Words of. America's Next Top Model. We were all rooting for you.
0: It's too bad her her DM exit was so lame,
1: unceremonious. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but she was sick as hell. It's true. Yeah, um, I I feel like either so <clears throat> I have I have trouble. I don't think it's gonna end up being a Dongmin Hyunmin final at this point. Really, I think something's gonna happen. I think. If I had to guess, I would say that Hyunmin falls out at some point. God, um,
1: wouldn't a Dongmin Yu Hyun final be the coolest
0: shit in the world? It would be really. I I want I want like honestly, you know what I would prefer? I don't think I'm gonna get it.
1: Yun Sung versus somebody?
0: I I well, that would be okay. I would either want Yun Sung versus Dongmin because that would be fucking amazing. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be like. <laughs> the bully versus like jock versus nerd it would be i know if yes. that's not like but like their dynamic that would be entirely it or i right. want hyunmin versus yuhyun sort of like the like the like oh like library the smart young library
1: schemers yeah yeah i'm into that They've worked together enough that that would be really sad, too. That would just make me sad.
0: But they, when they whenever they worked together, they were always quietly making plans on this. It was yeah. sort of like this. It was this cooperation where they both understood that they were trying to fuck each other over and were cool with it. It was so good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay.
1: Well, um, my last notes, I guess, about the main match were just, you know, as usual, the music choices are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognized they played my type. I forget what band sings my type, but it's like a very common like the that song sure uh, they play it in the like commercial it's a very like commercial uh, used song Saint Motel's the band um, so good music choices as always uh, emo text of the week was again for the trillionth time Dongmin is like dealer friend please friend why do you never say hi to me and then the emo text below her says I'll greet you when you are gone Which is like knife to the back. She didn't have to say anything. The emotext did the knife to the back this time. It's
0: perfect. There you go. (laughs) See, darling, this is what happens when you try and play the fantasy points too hard. You're trying so hard to get that good interaction with the dealer dealer that it's biting you in the butt.
1: Exactly. Mm. So that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it is time for us to talk about our homework. Homework, homework, homework. Alan, what was our homework this week? Well, Six, I'm glad you asked. Uh, for our homework this week, I had us read uh, Lee Jung-boom's webcomic, Dr. Frost. Uh, we specifically read, um, or we were assigned to read through the first arc. Uh, the Empty Man is the name of the arc. So there's like a prologue and then there's a little bit of setup and then they have like a long, like 12-page or 12-issue, whatever you call these things, uh, arc called The Empty Man. And for some setup... Uh, it's a webcomic um, about a psychologist named, who goes by Dr. Frost, who is ass- assigned by one of his like college friends to work in a university in Korea uh, as a counselor. Um, and from there, he kind of like ha- accepts patients and works with his coworkers and sets about helping people figure out their problems using his stop me if you've heard this before, slightly unconventional way of talking to people I and reading them. Yeah,
0: I don't want, like, I hate to be the person being, like, you know, being like, oh, let me tell you about this piece of media from another culture. It's just like this one from ours, right? Yeah. But this is webcomic, like, like sociologist, or no, not, psychologist,
1: house MD. It's it's a lot of things, though. Like, it's, it's every time I try to just be like, oh, it's just this – there would be an aspect of it that was a little bit different. Like, it's kind of like Sherlock, but with none of like, I don't think the show, sorry, Jesus, the show. I don't think this comic portrays Dr. Frost as like the coolest motherfucker around. I don't think it portrays him as a broken man either though, which is why I don't think it's house because house Mm. is like, like this guy is really smart and he gets the job done, but nobody likes him and his life is being ruined by how shitty he is, which is why I kind of like house.
0: That's true. Um, But, I mean, like, you think about the other parts of this show, like, uh, well, I did it again, Um, of this (laughs) webcomic, of this story, let's say. Um, So this is a, a, like, brilliant guy with unconventional methods who's abrasive, who will, like, do home invasion in order to get data on his patients, who uses his female assistant to distract people in really inappropriate ways. It's like, wow, this is really checking a lot of house boxes right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. it definitely does. Um, I just think that there is a little bit more nuance, specifically in, like... We'd, the Mentalist is also another touchstone just to really, like, clear out all of the things that this reminds me of. Uh, because The Mentalist isn't about, like, healing people. It's about, like, figuring out why people did things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what makes this one unique is he's not solving crimes. I think that's where the, like, American version of this would have gone, is that he just becomes a crime solver. It's more like... This person has a fundamental problem, and they came to him. They asked him for help. Mm -hmm. And so it's his job to to figure out what they need to do to work through that. And he talks through his process, and we, the reader, learn a lot about his process before it is put into practice through some sketchy means. But at the end of the day, he gets the job done, and it doesn't matter because the person leaves, at least in this first one, pretty fulfilled and happy. Mm Mm-hmm you know he's not actually like hurting the patient or doing any like other than breaking into the person's house he's mostly not doing anything illegal he's just kind of like using shitty means to get to a positive ultimately positive outcome well
0: and also for the most part like i mean we talked a little bit about other other analogs you know like we talked about like sherlock and and the mentalist and and house um and one of the things that a lot of western shows do with this kind of idea of like the like the like abrasive genius is that they really double down on the abrasive part right yeah and like yeah, yeah. like people like almost regret coming to them for help right it's like well you're helping and you're good at it but man you're such a fucking asshole i can't stand right. this um and that's not really the case with with professor frost professor frost it's like people find him kind of weird and occasionally he does things that like that's a little much but it doesn't seem like people are finding the interactions to be overall negative
1: Yeah, the sort of like prologue mini case, the one of him working at the mirror bar, or bar mirror as the translation calls it, uh, where he just like tells somebody like, hey, that girl doesn't like you. Um, And I can tell because she faced her legs like this. That feels very kind of cynical and worried me about the rest of the series because I was like, oh, is he just going to like make somebody feel bad and then tell them that their girlfriend doesn't like them and then they're going to be mad at him and like that's that's the comic. Um, But once that guy comes back to him and is like, hey, I have like some stuff I need to work through. Like, can we work through this? And you know, he's getting into the guy's interiority and, and honestly trying to empathize. Like what's fascinating though. And it's not empathize is the wrong word because he straight up says like, I don't believe that humans can sympathize with each other. I think we're just grasping for straws when we do stuff like that, where there's no like actual empathy to be gained from talking to other people. Mm-hmm. But he's a psychologist. He knows what role he's supposed to play in these interactions. And he, he, plays it really well. Um, he talks about like towards the end of this chapter, this story, I guess, this arc, um, that like technically, what somebody in his position should do, because what he realizes is that this patient, um, they 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 see that he's obsessed with himself, and his assistant says, "Oh, he's got like a narcissist he's got a narcissism syndrome. That's just his problem. He loves himself too much. It's that simple." He goes, "No, it's not that simple. The reason he loves himself so much, and the reason he puts pictures of himself in his house." is because his parents never loved him and uh he felt neglected and pushed too hard to do things he didn't want to do so his conclusion would be as a psychologist i should fill the role of somebody who listens to him and cares about him but instead i'm going to empower him to to find the person who's already in his life that loves him who is his i guess his current girlfriend if i understood that correctly
0: it seemed like it was probably like an ex-girlfriend or something but like that I don't know. It was, it was kind of hard to tell. I mean, like, by the end of the story, his current girlfriend, but it's, like, the one – it's sort of, like, the one where it's, like, it seemed the like – The one who listened to you. Right. The one where it seemed like they actually had something.
1: Yeah. It's, like, go back to – you can't just keep trying out different girlfriends and finding out that you don't like them because maybe you don't like yourself. And if you actually stick with somebody who, like, challenges you and uh, converses with you as an equal, then you'll be happier. And he does, and it works out. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of nice. It's kind of, like, a ho- it's a hopeful ending. Yeah. Um, You know, that moment. And, and the comic is structured around this mystery of, like, why is he bad like this? And I think it's kind of a disservice, the fact that it works weekly in that way. Because it keeps setting up mysteries, and it's like, no, this is just... I almost wish we just got this whole arc with no breaks. Mm-hmm. Because the breaks just make it seem like... Um, like, one of the break the chapters just ends with, like, and he has pictures of himself. What's this crazy guy's deal? Find out next time. And, like, that's obviously to keep people reading and to keep people interested. And he didn't write the whole thing at once. But it's, like, if you just can look at the whole story holistically, it's, like, a pretty straightforward psychology case. It's not, like, a, there's no murder mystery. There's nothing, like, serious or dark about it. It's just, like, oh, this guy had a problem and I helped him work through it. Which is what I wanted to see out of this.
0: Though I did, I did think. I mean, like as as ultimately, like kind of trite as that that cliffhanger was, uh-huh. that shot was really striking. Just like the way it was drawn, of like just sort of like the, you know, there there are some times where you see, um, I don't know, the art style is not like. I I expected him being on this show, being on the genius with all these like mega celebrities. I was like, man, his art's gonna be out of this world, right? Yeah. And it's not. I mean it's it's good. But like It's
1: really good. It's really
0: expressive. But like it's not like I don't know. I I I, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, you are you're just like you're a good web cartoonist. You're good at But yeah. like, you know. You're good at this." Right. But like I I talk to better like I talk to people I think draw cooler things on Twitter. And like, right. you know. Whatever. Whatever that's worth. Um but like that shot in particular was like Oh wow, there's like there's there, there are not too many shots in what we've read that I was really struck by, but that shot like has this like this sense of like the room like looming and ready to swallow uh Frost in a way that is really striking and it's it's it, like honestly that shot is one of the things that will make me want to keep reading because it's like wow, this is really like I'm interested to see you do more of the art because mostly it's just like, here are two characters talking and they're talking like characters and like, okay, that's fine. But I can see that you have, you, you are going, you can do some stuff with this that I find impressive and interesting.
1: Impressive is a good word. I think a lot of the stuff is like, oh, this person knows how to um, structure a shot really go- in a just a really gorgeous way that conveys themes really well. Mm-hmm. Like, but also sometimes it just looks like a like pretty basic anime, like and it doesn't need to look impressive because it's just a show about people's minds. But like the way that they uh, explore that and kind of like highlight who's important and who's talking and all that stuff uh, feels very almost workmanlike. It's like this is how you do this in a good way, in a way that makes people go, oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. It is good enough to keep me reading, but like the art is not the thing. It's more like the the craft of it, I guess. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's not like the line art and the colors or anything like that. It's like, no, no, this guy like frames stuff very, very well and knows how to like move a shot into another shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not surprised at all that this got a uh, adaptation, a live action adaptation, because I bet it works super well, if not just as well, with a camera and actors.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: You know, um, there are like the classic uh, anime cutaways where somebody reacts to something really severely and then they become, like, a chibi version of themselves and that's, like, cute and adds some lightness to the, the comic, but it's not something you can't do with, like, certain camera shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's, it's really interesting, though. I think it's... I'm, I'm almost definitely going to continue reading it just because um, it's not... It doesn't have... I'm trying to figure out what's the wording for this, but it doesn't have, like, designs to be something huge or meaningful. Mm-hmm. It is just like at the end of every single chapter he writes like uh experts consulted here are the people that I consulted this person who has a PhD in psychology helped me and this person who is a columnist on a psychology magazine helped me like I it's basically him saying I got help to figure out how to write a story about psychology correctly and I did it and this guy is going to help people figure out their problems and that's the story it probably doesn't get that much more complicated than that we don't need to know about Dr Frost's like his storied background or whatever it's like no he gets into the job the workplace and then he does cases and that's the that's the story Mm
0: -hmm. i'm into that i expect we will see more about his story as we go on but yeah it's it's not like you know this you know if again if this were western tv this last arc would have ended with like like oh, you know, the case is happily solved, and that's great, and then sort of, like, you know, camera pans as Dr. Frost walks, away, or Professor Frost walks away, and it reveals that he's got some, like, some t- tragic backstory or something. Like, he picks up a photo, and it's like, oh. And then, you know, fades to black or something. But there's none And it's, it.
1: like, a letter from his, like, ex-wife, and she's like, I'm back, motherfucker. From the and... future. Yeah. I hope... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, basically, it feels, it, yeah, it feels like, I, I feel like one of the things that I got out of this was it felt very, like, it took me a bit to see the uh, E Jung-bum that we saw on the show in this.
1: Yeah. But yeah. then it was
0: like, no, actually, I feel like, like, I can tell he can draw, like, not to be pointed, but he could draw more detailed work than this. And he's drawing, like, well enough to look good and get the point across. Yeah. And that feels very much like him. And also this sort of, like not like wanting to tell a story and wanting it to be interesting and wanting to delve into things but not trying to make it this grand thing also feels very much like the guy we saw
1: it's very modest yeah Mm -hmm. it's and like he was exactly it's very like i know how to do this and i'm gonna do it and hopefully people like it Mm -hmm. and i hope it did well for him i actually um was talking about something else and then one of my friends was like oh i've been reading a bunch of uh manhwa stuff recently and I was like, "Wait, have you I as a joke, I was like, "Have you heard of Dr. Frost?" and he was like, "Yeah, hell yeah. I've read Dr. Frost all the way through twice. It's awesome." I'm like, "Whoa, this is like pretty well known apparently." Yeah. In this community. Um <laughs> just finally like speaking of the way that the main character isn't that like he's not like he's kind of hot, you know, the sh- the the comic portrays him as like handsome and he's got like nice eyes and people are like, "Oh, that guy's hot." But um it's more like the things he says and the theories that he drops are what people seem to find interesting because there are comments on the like a line webtoons page where we were reading this. Uh, and a lot of the comments are like, damn, I just, that's, I should use that uh, tip with my girlfriend sometime that thanks Dr. Frost <laughs> like, talking to him. Like he's the, he's an actual doctor uh, and being like, wow, that's really fascinating. And like, I read a lot about this and now I understand it. It's a great, it's great. Um, so people are like, I feel like our, latching onto the right things with this from what i've seen
0: one other detail since mm. i don't know that we'll have much of a chance to mention this again uh i'm mm-hmm. looking at uh Jung bum's uh twitter account right now oh shit and he takes a lot of pictures of his little yorkshire terrier and it's very cute ah!
1: what can you can i get his twitter
0: uh sure it's just jung bum here oh. i'll just, I'll just put it right there. there's a
1: lot of ways to write that in english
0: yeah there you go um, none you. of his tweets oh, are in man. English that I can see, but you know he has That's pictures fine. sometimes. He has some. I still art follow that he's drawn Mean on YouTube. Good. That's valid. So, mm-hmm. but and yeah, he occasionally throws up sketches, and it's like, oh, that looks yeah. Oh, Doctor Frost season four test image. Wow, that looks sick. There's some really nice oh. shading on that. That looks oh. sick. You
1: Can't just read someone's Twitter account.
0: <laughs> Why not?
1: <laughs> it's a podcast. Oh my god, his dog is so cute. <laughs> You were saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our homework, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. How many points are you going to give me? I'll I'll give you four for that. Thank you. We we did go out of our comfort zone this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't read a lot of webcomics, so this was nice to be like... And when I, I got used to, like I had a phase. God, this is all in Korean, isn't it? I'm going to close this Twitter account. Um. <laughs> sorry. No. I'll
0: cut this or whatever, but... retweeted this you know what i will keep it he retweeted like a queen meme and this is incredible maybe i'll put it in the show notes this is hilarious to see this just randomly
1: on this incredible (laughs) yeah please post that somewhere for people to see thunderbolt and lightning very very frightening me quaff galileo (laughs) 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 oh shit so yeah it's I used to read a lot of web comics. I don't anymore. Same. I don't have the time for it. Like the ones I do read are just like like cool queer people who make who do like one page a month and it's like that's your cool comic. But um none of the, I don't read like a lot of like story-based stuff, so it's nice to be like, "Oh, this is like a fun little thing that, you know, I would have liked to read as it was coming out." You can just enjoy it. like, "Oh, a new chapter of Dr. Frost came out." I think each chapter is um like flushed out enough that you could like just read them and not and be able to wait for the next one and be satisfied. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think I'm gonna so. look at this Doctor Frost TV show and see if it's good.
0: Well, no. Right now we're gonna talk about the death match.
1: Oh shit! I forgot about that.
0: The show that we're doing.
1: Oh yeah, that 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 old thing. <laughs> so <laughs> the death match this week, I, we gotta talk about. Sorry to jump on your your bit six. I'm doing it here. Uh, this death match is called Memory Maze. Uh, we have to start by saying it's we got a new DM guys it's a good one I'm happy they made a good DM, it's good. Season three we got a new one it's great is this the first new DM of the season? No. Okay. We got next, a new one last of... week. Wait what? Which one was it? Oh the no wasn't last week like weird poker? No Alan. Was it? Well, no no it was weird it was weird rock paper scissors. Alan. Hi hello. I'm disappointed. It's it was me. Twelve Jangy, remember? Yeah, but Twelve Jangy is Jangy. They didn't make a new game.
0: Well, they didn't construct the idea of a maze. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Are you just trying to be right?
1: Yes. Okay. Always. Okay. <laughs> Damn, valid. Okay, so Memory Maze, you're both standing in bottom corners of a big checkerboard, mm-hmm. uh, and you need to get to the opposite top side of the checkerboard. And you can take three steps a turn uh, in any direction uh, that's vertical or horizontal. You can't go diagonal. And if you hit, there are walls that you never see. But if you hit a wall, the game will flash a horn and tell you that you hit a wall. And you have to reset back to the beginning every time you hit a wall. Mm-hmm. So The idea is that you memorize the path and then you can take it. Uh, once you do, you bo- both of them have two chances to go six steps instead of three. Um, and that's pretty much the game. And it's first person to get to their side wins. Yeah. What did you think of Memory Maze?
0: Um, So, first
1: of all, I was surprised
0: to learn that I'd played it before. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there are a couple of these games that I played in in Orgs, but I didn't have the context for them when I played them. I was just like, oh, here's this game, you know. Um, This is a cool game, yeah. And so it was kind of like, oh, huh, I I played this one. I played a a version Mm -hmm. of this. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, I think if it weren't for the banter, if it was just them quietly playing the game, I think it would have been a bad game. But as is, I enjoyed this DM. It's a bummer that Ah Young tanked spectacularly. Uh huh. Um, but it was kind of like after I made my peace with the fact that one of my two players was going home no matter what, I was like, well, I feel like Yu Young's kind of earned it more, and then also I really kind of. I. This is the kind of playfulness I enjoy. This is the kind of teasing I enjoy. Where he's he's like he's like oh did you go up last turn? You might have gone left. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. You should probably go right again. Just like
1: it's part of what's good about it is it's not a hundred percent a sweep. Mm. Like she kind of pulls. It seems like she's pulling it back for a while, and then she almost gets like halfway through the board, and then she just kind of falls apart. Uh, like the Moby song says. God, we haven't gotten the Moby song this season. I missed that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think – didn't we get it at one point? Maybe?
1: Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe early? I missed the Moby song. I – when we watched – when I saw the preview for the next episode, I had this, like, panic moment of, like, oh, God, I know I've seen this main match before, but I have no idea if it was literally this season or – it can't be this season. They wouldn't do the same main match twice. Wait, wait
0: when season. is it? I
1: don't watch uh, previews. You know I already completely forget. It was – it's definitely one we've we've they've done before, though. Okay. Uh, I'll look I'll into it. Is it Extreme Ways? Are they no, back not the again? song.
0: Extreme Ways, I don't know. No. Are
1: you doing a bit right now? Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> when in doubt, Six is doing a bit. Um, so yeah, the thing with Memory Maze is uh, if you can just keep your memory in order and not listen to the other person talking in your ear, then I guess you'll be fine. Like, you won't have any problems. Uh, the problem is that fucking is hard because Yu Hyun is an asshole. Um <laughs> just a troll who keeps telling her like you know did you make that move and it gets to the point where I'm just like home girl like they said they said never you will never go more than three spaces in any direction they just told you that and she's like alright I'm on the third space going up uh, I guess I'll go up again and then you just cut the dog mean being like I don't know why I talked to her <laughs> like I don't know why I thought that was gonna work that was gonna help her out because it did not mm-hmm Um, so she makes a couple of plays where it's just like, Oh girl, like you, you, you knew this. They, we just had this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then there are other plays where it's like, no, she was doing fine. She just listened to this, this buzzard in her ear and, uh, was tricked a little bit. And then she fell backwards. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I have a bad memory too, folks. That's the other thing is I see this and I feel bad because I would be in such a similar situation and I, we know I have a bad memory. That's like the best running. That's everyone's favorite running. Calculus. I'm like, all right, wait, it's How stupid I am. Um, so I it's I it's easy to forget things like that. I thought it was fascinating that they never saw the board. For some reason, I thought they would see the board like with the walls mm. at the beginning because we saw it like the game shows it to us briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they never see it. You learn it by hitting walls. Right, right. Which I think is is just ba- balanced way better. Cause I mean, that's the memory part, you know? exactly like it's not like you see it once and you have to memorize that because that's how the black garnet game works the one that jung bum lost mm-hmm. like you're gonna see it and then you're gonna learn it um so yeah it's kind of a it's 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 kind of one-sided there's some really bad screeching dubstep through this whole thing which is annoying A young forgets rules of the game uh she forgets see the garnet of uh, the genius season two because it's called rules of the game we got some mind games the dude knows who he's playing against. He's clearly like, okay, if I was playing against anyone else, we could just be playing. But right now, I have the way I win is I fuck with this player, and it works out spectacularly. It does indeed. Um, here's my thing though. I I poo-poo how one-sided this was, but I think I Young's exit speech makes she loses. Guys, like, hey, mm-hmm. great. It's there's no turnaround. Um, her exit speech kind of like revalidates her and my love for her character this season and for her play this season because first of all she says thank you to each individual person which I just think is a good play in general. that's a good move in general yeah and then she also just says like I was never really trying to win I was just having fun I'm glad he I'm glad he beat me she goes like I love you bye have fun to everyone and waves to the camera and then walks out very politely with a lot of class and grace Mm -hmm. it's like you know what yeah you you were here to have a good time and to do your best and to play some interesting games and to you know have a good time doing it and she does so she in, in a way she did leave a winner yeah so I, I think I respect that a lot
0: yeah she definitely had a pretty a pretty classy exit of just like you know like no I don't and, you know I probably it's probably right that I'm the one who goes home here and it's fine and I'm glad to have been here and everybody did great
1: Right, everyone did great. I'm glad this is. I'm glad this went the way it did. Shoutouts, fighting, etc.
0: Man, you know what I would do huh. if I got a, if I was in like a proper, not like an online genius like Discord one because it wouldn't work there. But if I was in a real genius org and I got eliminated and I came back on finals day, I'd bring a plate of brownies.
1: Oh, i made everybody snack them. Yeah, That's a good plan. I would. I would love to be just. i yeah. Me, like, if this was an American reality show, I'd be like, peace out, shit lords, and then, like, fart on the camera and run away <laughs> into the night naked. But if it's a Korean game show, then I'm just like, wow, you guys are all really nice. And I'm, I'm so glad to have been a part of this. This was, like, really uh, eye opening for me. And I had a ton of fun. And then just, like, bow and leave. And then, and then um, sort of I turn would, the
0: camera and be like, I would stand in line for this. There's always room in life for this. And then they'd cut it out of the episode, and your dumb joke would never make it on air.
1: And then I would, like, flash a smile, but I would have a, a black garnet in my teeth. And then I would try to leave and they're like, no, 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 no. You don't get to take props with you home. Give that back. I'm like, oh, it was funny though. <laughs> um, by the way, do you actually want me to tell you what next week's game is or no? No. Okay. It, it is. I just checked it. It is one we've seen before. We got guests though. So it's the mm. guest episode. Okay. That's all I'll say.
0: Okay. Well, is it horse racing?
1: <laughs> Are you kidding me?
0: Is it horse racing?
1: It's totally horse racing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good guess. Jesus. <laughs> that was season two, right? I'm not crazy. That was You're, season two. Uh,
0: I mean, it was season one and
1: two. Okay. It's whatever. Middle horse race. The one where they all oh. have a different thing, what? and that they like you have a roll and you have to get across the racing board. It's not. No, it's not horse racing. It's the other racing. Oh, mode. that was this episode season then. This was this season middle race. They're doing it again. <laughs> huh. But this one, this time we got guests. I don't know okay. how they're gonna make that fun. We'll see. All right,
0: all right. Well, we'll finally get to use the like like mistreat a guest stuff,
1: right? Hey, oh, you're right. Shit. We'll finally get to dock some
0: points from Dongman. Speaking of points. Yep. It's time to talk about our fantasy points for this. So, uh, I'll I'll get you the quick the quick hits, right? Which is that yeah. uh, total up. Uh, I had thirty one points and you had thirty seven, right? Damn close. It was, but then we both use rule inverters. Oh, fuck. I inverted get eliminated. Ah Young was eliminated, so that minus 10 is actually a plus 10. Damn, you're winning. Mm hmm. But then you inverted passively eat, and I got that for Young Sung and Ah Young, so it cancels out my bonus. We're back to 31 Wah. and 37. Oh my God! Was... The inverter
1: works, America. That's so good.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was when I when I thought of that, I was like, wait, I've I've got it, I've got them. And then I was like, wait, what did Alan? Oh no, what did Alan invert? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> That's so funny because I only inverted that at the time because I was like, I really need to use these garnets already. <laughs> and also, I like, should invert something. <laughs> Dogman never eats. <laughs> yeah, he never. He he's an android. He doesn't eat food. This will be fine.
0: Oh man, I loved him in Beyond Two Souls. No. That was, um, listen, I don't, I'm not a big Dongmin fan, but that was too mean. Even, even yeah. for me.
1: <laughs> there's a joke in here about how you pronounce Dongmin and too mean, but I can't, I can't Wait, and too on... mean? Yeah, like he's too mean.
0: Oh. Wow. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> there's something, I don't, I can't do Do you want do me to it. edit I'm that not... out?
0: That was pretty bad, Alan. Because that joke was so bad? Yeah, that was, that was, that was a, like, listen, you like. It's like you started to swing, and then you started to check your swing, and then you didn't fully check your swing, and you swung. And it's like, oh, that's too bad, but the pitcher hadn't thrown the ball yet.
1: (laughs) Okay, cut it out then, fine.
0: No, now it's in. That was a great metaphor.
1: No, I'm the heel now. Oh,
0: boy. Great. Great, thanks. Well, you won. It's time for you to assign me some homework, and also yourself some homework, because that's how we do this season.
1: That's how life works. So, I met with a bit of a dilemma here, folks. Um, we have a couple of options. We wanted to play something this week because, uh, well, we have a, there's a new game release. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is coming out. And so, we have Pokemon on the brain. We both uh, are Pokemon scholars, somewhat. But we're also, um, neither of us are going to buy that game. No, at least not. At launch not. Because it's
0: $60 for a remake that removes features.
1: And adds in features from their free-to-play mobile game. Like, no thanks, I'm good. Um but I wanted to play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, it's a question of, like, do we want to play on a console that I don't have anymore? Do I want to pay money for a game that came out 20 years ago that I don't know if I'm going to like? Or uh, do we just play the one that we've already played a thousand times before? Uh, and I think I'm deciding to lean in towards, like, let's let's play a let's, version let's of the game that I've never touched. Let's go
0: Pikachu and Eevee.
1: And said, yeah. So I'm going to be playing Eevee and say so he's going to be playing Pikachu. It's the roles we were born to what? play. What fuck? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> lovey <laughs> hoisted hoisted by your own petard but mm. um no we're gonna be playing the game boy color game i'm looking at the exact name of it pokemon trading card game is the name of the video game that we're playing
0: now listen y'all if you're not familiar this game from its title sounds like garbage it's mm-hmm. sick as hell
1: yeah this is a fascinating game that i've heard about for years it is a Game Boy Color game based on the real life collectible card Pokemon game. Um, it's got adventure elements. It's got gyms apparently, um, and it's also just a card co- card game with like Game Boy Color ass art. And I love that about it. It kind of am, um, it's
0: it's one of those games that like like I'm not, I almost feel like an example. It I I I'm not trying to pander here, but it almost kind yeah. of feels like uh like Mega Man Battle Network sort of conceptually, where <laughs> it's like imagine this world where, like, like, and so Mega Man Battle Network is like, imagine this world where, like, there's normal life, but also, like, Mega Man is just this sort of fact of life, right? Yeah. And this is like that, where it's like, imagine this other world where people have their lives and stuff, but also, people are so fucking serious about trading cards, (laughs) y'all. And it's kind of... Yeah, it's like Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: It's sort of of like Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's like, we all have our lives, but then also, like, when it's time for Pokemon, we throw the fuck down. Mm Mm-hmm. So... That's where we're playing. Um, if you want to play along at home, it's on the 3DS eShop for like six dollars. It's not expensive. Uh, or if you have another way to play a Game Boy Color game, you can do that too. I don't know how much of it we're going to play because I don't know how this game works.
0: You know, we'll so, we'll play some. Um, yeah. As 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 a podcast on the Scanline Media Network, we endorse following the law and yep. and not breaking it and not committing crimes. Um, that said, I have been led to believe that there are ways to play this game for free um, if you wanted to play along with us.
1: Oh, I understand what you're saying. I under- I just got what you're saying. Yeah. Did you know that the Pokemon trading card game was banned in Saudi Arabia because it supposedly promoted Zionism? Really? Interesting. According to Sheik Abdulaziz bin Abdullah, the Pokemon video game and cards have symbols that are, quote, the Star of David, which everyone knows is connected to international Zionism. Wow. Hmm. I
0: don't think that's, that's. I guess that they're thinking of, like, like normal energy, which is not.
1: Normal t- Which is kind right? of not. All right. Also, that's anti Semitic. That's really, that's really fucked up. Yeah, but Saturn, I mean, yeah. like.
0: Mm, no. It's also
1: wrong. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, there's a lot to dissect, and I don't think we're going to yeah, do yeah, it right yeah. now. We'll <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> <sighs> cool. All cool, right. Cool, cool. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited for that homework. Mm hmm. But, uh. Gosh, I. Hmm. I don't have my 3DS yeah. back yet. I do have a Game Boy Color around here somewhere. Um, is,
1: it pl- is it charged?
0: I might have to... Well, you know, those ones actually didn't charge. They double AA batteries. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of an irrelevant question. It's almost like you're trying to lead me somewhere. Um, uh-huh. But it is probably really dusty, and I will have to uh, plug in my cart and see if the, the, the cart reader still works.
1: Okay, well, I hope you find your play- your your outlet because that you want to be able to play your games, obviously.
0: Why do you keep talking about outlets?
1: Whatever, you know what I mean. Plugs, outlets, you know what I'm talking about. Alan, it's the plug zone. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 I fell into a fugue state and didn't realize where I was. <laughs> You normalized it so much that when you started, I was like, "Dylan, you a son of a bitch!" <laughs> like that scene in Predator. But then it turned out no, you were not in fact Dylan at all. You were a son of you're just a son of a bitch in a different way. So cool, plug zone, baby. First of all, I would like to use part of my plug zone to thank a listener of the show, uh, listener Philip, uh, wonderful human being. Uh, would love to have you on the show sometime. Uh, when we did our uh, K-pop discussion episodes, our little pair of, like, six learns to love K-pop, um, Philip messaged me and basically was like, I am extremely deep into the K-pop hole. If you would like to join me here, I can send you some links. And so far, for the last couple of, like, weeks, months, whatever, Philip and I have had, like, have had a really fascinating running DM of uh, just, like, sending each other K-pop back and forth, and it's been delightful.
0: Wait, should I be actually thanking uh philip for dreamcatcher then
1: yes absolutely yes you should dreamcatcher's fucking good yeah so thanks philip you got six into dreamcatcher also there's a video of everyone in dreamcatcher acting gay that i need to send you later Mm. (laughs) it's good but um yeah definitely shout out to philip and then also if you just want to follow me online for whatever reason uh i am on another podcast called chats which is one that i host with my friend Magellan. Uh, where every week we talk about two episodes of TV shows. And right now we are right at the cusp of finishing season one of Babylon 5. So check that out wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: They do tend to Babylon.
1: It's so there's so much talking, isn't there? Yeah. Also, well. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> very fair. Very
0: fair. Um, well. If you do kill me, my Twitter will not go away. It is at six Detmar on Twitter, s a x d e t t m a r, and no one has the login to it but me. So if I'm dead, it will just sit there,
1: unupdated, for a long time. I imagine. Oh, it's not gonna like. You're not gonna like make a bot that posts a different picture of Donkey Kong every day for the rest of time.
0: That would be very tempting. But in fact, I think the only picture of Donkey Kong I've seen posted recently was, in fact, you
1: you can't talk can you have to cut that out no people aren't supposed to know that i'm back on twitter
0: you're not really i mean you posted a single picture of donkey it's sort of like it's that thing where like like i posted on facebook like a year and a half ago that doesn't mean i'm back Uh on facebook
1: yeah And and also my you can't follow my account so don't follow my account word thank you six yeah
0: um if you want to find any podcasts or in my work uh pin tweet uh, on my account there shows you all my podcasts and also i've got patreon patreon.com slash scanline media that's me and my friend jennifer doing good works check us out um so next week there will be no episode of this show that is because it is in the united states of america a holiday uh alan you will be traveling i will be uh working until i die and uh yeah so it's, it's it's very unlikely we will, you know, fuck, very unlikely. It's not going to happen. There will not be an episode no. next week. Because, um, yeah, you won't be here, and I will be here crying. Uh, So, I'll, you know.
1: I'll text you pictures of my cute face every once in a while to keep you smiling. I got, got you, bud. You know what my shift is
0: for Thanksgiving yeah. and Black Friday? Thanks, Thanksgiving, I come in at 6 p.m. I leave at 2.30 mm. a.m. Then I come back at 2.30 p.m. Until Uh, 9.30 p.m.
1: uh, uh,
0: For Black Friday. It's a bad shift. It's a really bad shift. Man, it's a hot one. Like seven inches from the midday sun.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to The Garnet Rager. We love you very much. Have a good night. Man, it's a hot one. It fires and (laughs) spurs like a coconut gun. Uh, If I talk over it, you can't can't keep it in the episode. Perfect. I nailed it. It's not, not like I can mute your track or anything shit I forgot about that peace out